Welcome to the High Ground Podcast in under 10 minutes. I'm Stevie W. Callum. And uh, last week we watched the Doctor Who television movie, which was supposed to be the pilot for a new series, which was just stalled and didn't go anywhere until, of course, 2005, which you already know. If you're a Doctor Who fan, and uh, this is my first, our first time of watching it. Hoobian, as they like to be called. Hoobian, <laughs> that's a very weird name, but okay, Hoovians. So what did you think? Yeah, I thought it was quite good, actually. Well, I mean, it was like... Street Fighter good. Like, you know, like, when you're in on a Saturday night and you just think, I just want a nice, easy watch. It was actually a lot better than I thought it was going to be, considering it was the one that they shelved afterwards. I thought it was going to be awful, but it was fun. You know, there was nothing deep, but it was just... Americanized, low yeah, budget, yeah, yeah. and it reminded me of Highlander Endgame. Yeah, the whole thing. Yeah. And at the end, where uh, spoilers, the, where they've got the, the uh, Millennium Party, and yeah, they yeah. keep focusing on the same three or four guys. Yeah, it's at the party really I thought was very cheap. High numbers, wasn't it? But it was um quite interesting to see how Sylvester McCoy went out of it. I never really, except pre Christopher Eccleston, I have no knowledge of Doctor Who no. at all. I remember bits from when I was a kid. But I just, I mean, I watched one of the documentaries on it and it was about the, they cast Eric Roberts because they had to have a name. Yeah. yeah. And he was in, the, they were casting for budget and for for selling reasons rather than for who's right for the role. Yeah, yeah. It, it, he was he was all right as a master, but it was the Americanized sheen really? on the thing, really. Yeah, he was very cheap, wasn't he? He was yeah. just like a sort of 1960s Batman villain, wasn't he? Yeah. Which is a weird reference to make, seeing as he's in The Dark Knight. He's good in The Dark Knight. <laughs> but Paul McGann was great as a doctor. I'd like to have seen where he'd have yeah. gone. That um that ten minute extra they had on the Blu-ray. The Night of the Doctor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was really good. Yeah, I. It's also if you want to watch, if you want to get it, it's also on uh, the digital as part of the 50th anniversary package. That one is. Oh okay. And it's it's good actually seeing how he become John. Yeah, the Earth's War Doctor. War Doctor. The War Doctor. Yeah, the War Doctor. Yeah. I'm not I'm not up on my Doctor either, but I do I do enjoy it. You know, occasionally I think you're the. The fan, aren't you? I'm a fan because of my fiance. I actually, she started out. She got me into it. Yeah. And uh, but I always wanted to see the Paul McGann one because it was more of curiosity yeah. than anything else. I, but I'm glad I bought it. It's yeah, yeah. One thing I really do admire about Doctor Who is what they do with the budget. I mean, I, I assume it's probably bigger today, but it's still not as big as some TV shows. But what they do with the budget is so so like adaptive and so clever like yeah. i mean you've shown me the way they use multiple angles of different of, of the recycling. same place yeah yeah recycling yeah, locations and well, it's something it. not many things do now yeah. i mean like i think a lot of higher budget things probably just build a new set just because they've got the money to do it and well, you don't need to well when they were filming i don't know if they're still filming uh, they're filming the jodie whittaker ones in wales but with the for christopher eccleston right to uh peter capaldi yeah literally if you go to uh, Cardiff, the Bay Area, and the city, you could actually, and, and within about 20, 30 mile radius, is where they did all the filming locations yeah. and recycling sets. But uh, yeah, I wasn't a fan of his, of the uh, Paul McGann's doctor's uh, sidekicks. Yeah, yeah. Companions. I thought they were very. Came by numbers, weren't yeah. they? Yeah. But Sylvester McCoy was good, and how he went out. Was yeah, very it was gritty. quite surprising, actually. Like, quite quite normal way to die isn't it yeah to be, you know, just getting drew spoilers he just got shot didn't he yeah and him not you know he always you know where he was you know who he was have to find out who he was it was yeah it was uh, uh, the thing is i've got watched one of those documentaries that's on the blu-ray was about how they took a risk by actually having 
Sylvester McCoy in it. Yeah. Because he was the most unpopular doctor, why they cancelled it and all the problems they went oh, to really? get it to there, yeah. Yeah. So uh, BBC washed their hands with Doctor Who for a while. So but well, for ten years. Yeah. <laughs> After that, wasn't it? Definitely. Yeah, it was. It was two thousand five. Nine any, years. I don't so, know if anything happened in between now and again or if it was proper dead. I think they might have done audio books, but I don't know if that's the latest thing. I'm really not all up on this. Yeah, I'm open to stuff. Yeah. We know books. Our, you know our stance on them. Yeah. But yeah, enjoyable. I really, if you get yeah, a chance to watch it. Yeah, I mean, if it, I, I don't know if it's on Netflix or. I no, they decided to go and get on Blu-ray. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So, it's probably better on that because you can get the features and. Oh, like, yes. If there's a commentary, I don't know. Or, it is. I'm going to watch those soon. Yeah, I, but it makes those sort of, I, when they make an effort with the features on things, it makes watching things that aren't even great, you know, interesting yeah. at least. You know, a lot of the, if any of you collect. Arrow video Blu-rays. I mean, what they do with special features is nothing short of a miracle. Like they take films that look utter rubbish, you know, that probably were rubbish in their day, and you know, even the film might not be that good. But I'm intrigued when I look at the documentaries and I see, yeah. like, you know, if it if it has, you know, like what they did with the budget and so on and so forth. You know, it, as long as the making of is interesting, I'll watch anything. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same. I mean, I've always got the theory when it, just, when it comes to doing film criticism is that nobody ever goes out, to make, out of the way to make a bad movie. No, no. But if you've got all these features, it explains why the decisions were made to make it the way it was. Yeah. And that's what's brilliant about the uh, Blu-ray of uh, Doc, the Doctor Who TV movie. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, things like, you know, like famously bad films like Birdemic and uh, Sharknado. Yeah. Even Sharknado's good! I, I think Sharknado's deliberately made to be bad. But oh, I love Sharknado. I, you know, apparently The Broom and Birdemic, they were actually made, like, legit. How we think we're making a good film here. Yeah. I think that makes it funnier in a way, because you think, well, how can you possibly? Leave? But then, yeah. like you say, no one sets out to go. I'm going to make an awful piece oh. of culture here. I watched uh, slightly off subject. I watched uh, Plan Nine for Outer Space the first oh, yeah, day. Yeah, it's not the most as bad famous. But yeah, it's nowhere near as bad. It's good. So uh, you know, out of five, how much would you give the Doctor Who movie just as a movie itself? Yeah, probably about two and a half. I, it wasn't great, but it wasn't awful. Like, I mean. I'm not a massive Doctor Who fan anyway, so that probably detracted a star. I, I go with three because it's not brilliant. It was enjoyable. It was just middle of the road. Yeah, yeah. I've, sort seen, of stuff. I've seen a lot worse modern Doctor Who episodes. So that's been mm -hmm. us doing the In Under 10 Minutes, the Doctor Who TV movie. See you all in, another, in, in Under 10 Minutes. Adios.